Welcome to ClinFarm Pod. I'm Elena Webster, Deputy Managing Editor for the ASCPT Family of Journals. My guests today are Dr. Pete Vandergraaff, a Senior Vice President for QSP at Sotera in Canterbury, United Kingdom, and Editor-in-Chief of Clinical Pharmacology and Therapeutics. And Dr. Karthik Venkatakrishnan, Global Head of Quantitative Pharmacology at EMD Serrano in Balearica, Massachusetts, and Associate Editor for Clinical Pharmacology and Therapeutics. Thank you both for joining me. Thank you, Elena. It's always a pleasure to be a guest in ClinFarmPult. CPT has issued two calls for papers for themed issues in 2023, an issue focusing on biosimilars that will publish in January, and an issue advancing diversity, equity, and inclusion in science and medicine in March. If biosimilars is not your area of expertise and you'd like to hear about the DEI issue, you can skip to about the 640 mark in this episode. We've covered how the editorial team selects themes for each year in previous episodes, so I'll just jump in here. Pete, how did the team decide on biosimilars for the first theme of 2023? So we started to think about this quite some time ago. Uh, In fact, in our January 2020 themed issue, two years ago, the advancement of biosimilars was identified as a key topic for clinical pharmacology and therapeutics in the next decade. In that issue, uh, authors from FDA defined a biosimilar as a biological product that is highly similar to and has no clinically meaningful differences from an existing approved reference product. From a society perspective, efficient development and approval of biosimilars is critical for enhancing the availability of affordable, safe, and effective treatment options for patients. This has become even more important in the light of the fact that the emphasis of drug development has shifted from small molecules to biologicals. So the first part of my answer to your question, why we decided on biosimilars for our first themed issue of 2023, is that it is a topic of huge public interest and importance. However, there's also a second part to the answer, which relates to the first word in the title we chose for the theme, innovations in biosimilars. At first sight, this may sound like a contradiction in terms. How can making a more or less exact copy of an original product be innovative? However, when you think about the established and evolving abbreviated pathways for the approval of biosimilars, it quickly becomes apparent that it is not only quite different from from the conventional drug development, but also that there are many elements that could be translated to other areas. As such, biosimilars may act as a catalyst for innovation for the broader field of clinical pharmacology and therapeutics. Let me give you an example the use of pharmacodynamic biomarkers. According to the FDA guidance documents, biosimilars can be approved on the basis of PD or indeed PK biomarkers without a comparative clinical study with efficacy and safety endpoints. The establishment of PD similarity on the basis of biomarkers does not only provide for shorter and less costly clinical trials, and often can be established in healthy volunteers, but it has been argued that in fact, PD biomarkers may sometimes be more sensitive than clinical efficacy endpoints. Another example is the emerging role of model-informed biosimilar developments. For example, to, to focus on immunogenicity, as was highlighted in an FDA workshop held in the summer last year. Perhaps in the not too distant future, we will start to talk about model-informed virtual biosimilarity, 
So I believe innovations in biosimilars is a really exciting topic for the January CPT themed issue. It is of great significance to society and patients, and it provides a platform to showcase cutting edge innovations and science in our discipline. Thanks, Pete. Are there specific areas of research on which you're hoping to receive submissions? Yeah, I mean, so Dave Strauss and, 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 and guest editor uh, Yoming Wang from FDA have already started to invite contributions from thought leaders in this field. And indeed, uh, various speakers from the recent workshop organized by the Duke Margolis Center for Health Policy and FDA on pharmacodynamic biomarkers for biosimilar development and, and approval have already agreed to make contributions. But of course, we are very keen to receive submissions from a wider group of authors. And we invite everyone to consider publishing their best work in CPT and this themed issue. Examples of, of topics of specific interest are pharmacodynamic biomarkers, as I mentioned before, model-informed biosimilar developments, optimizing trial design for complex biologicals, for example, to take into account target-mediated dispositional exposure response, novel methodologies for immunogenicity assessments, and use of real-world data and pharmacoeconomical aspects of biosimilars. And also, although FDA has been very active in this area, we are also very interested to receive submissions that speak to the global experience with biosimilars in different parts of the world. And lastly, we are particularly interested in submissions of original research. Deadline for submission is in July, so there are still four months to prepare your manuscripts. Excellent. What's the value in submitting for a themed issue? Why wait to publish if your research is ready now? Now, we only publish three themes per year, and they are really the journal's most visible and prestigious issues. They always receive a lot of focus and attention and are extensively communicated and marketed by ASCPT and our publisher, Wiley. Also, your paper will appear in an issue with contributions from many leaders in the field. So it is likely more people will notice your work. I should also explain that although the actual printed version will not come out until January, accepted papers will be published online very shortly after they have been accepted. And from that point onwards are fully citable and indexed in search databases like PubMed. Great, thank you, Pete. Uh, Karthik, I'm going to turn things over to you now. I don't think there's any question that DEI is an important topic. There's never a wrong time to focus an issue on this theme. And I know that CPT is diligent in accepting and publishing research impacting diversity, equity, and inclusion in ClinFarm at all times. What are you hoping to achieve with this particular issue that stands out from other issues? Thank you, Elena, for uh, seeking my thoughts on this topic. I, uh, I'm really looking forward to co-editing this issue with Kathy Giacomini uh, and with Pete's guidance. Uh, we are inviting submissions for the DEI issue that's scheduled for publication in the spring of 2023. And we're really building upon CPT's mini theme on the topic in October 2021. And this is based on positive feedback we received from our readers and authors this issue will focus on the core role of clinical pharmacology in elucidating and harnessing diversity in disease biology and pharmacologic response to enable safe and effective use of therapeutic innovations in all patients. 
a major focus will be on enhancing diversity and inclusion in all phases of clinical trials, including ethnic diversity and diversity in trial participants based on their geographical location, disease diagnosis, and demographic factors such as age and gender. Thanks, Karthik. What types of papers do you hope to see included in this issue? We are open to a range of topics, a diverse range of topics, and uh, they include but are not limited to uh, topics such as clinical pharmacology in vulnerable populations. And what I mean by vulnerable populations is populations like neonates, geriatrics, pregnancy, intensive care. We're also really keen on inviting submissions on the topic of enhancing diversity in clinical trials. Here, we are looking to showcase innovations and importantly, case studies of applications of those innovations in drug development. Another topic that we actually had a a very important state-of-the-art paper on in the October 21 issue was transgender clinical pharmacology. And so we invite continued research in the topic of transgender studies. Pharmacogenomic studies in minority populations is also of interest, as are precision dosing solutions. And here we specifically invite success stories of deployment of precision dosing paradigms in the clinical use of therapeutics. We also invite submissions on research on reverse translational studies using omics technologies to discover molecular predictors of treatment response and toxicity. Systems pharmacology, disease progression, and machine learning and artificial intelligence models are widely used to characterize population variability in disease trajectory and treatment response, and these would be great areas as well. Digital twins and their applications in precision medicine and drug development is another emerging area that we would invite contributions in. The microbiome and its role in clinical pharmacology. Also of interest is the incorporation of the patient voice in drug development strategy and clinical trial designs as part of patient-focused drug development. Issues of global equity in access to medicines and in the availability of evidence-based guidance for the rational dosing of established and emerging therapeutic innovations worldwide. We invite regulatory science perspectives on inclusive drug development and access to medicines and also invite contributions that highlight the challenges and opportunities for clinical pharmacology research in minority populations. And in addition to our scientific content, in this issue, we also welcome perspectives from cross-sector contributors from academia, industry, regulatory, other sectors, contributors at all phases of their career journeys on enablers and opportunities to promote inclusive education, training, and leadership development of a diverse next generation of scientists and leaders in clinical pharmacology. Thank you. Do either of you have any additional thoughts that you would like to share before we wrap up? So let me just say thank you so much to you, both of you. It it was a pleasure to do this ClinFarm poll, and it's, it's a privilege to work with you on a daily basis in the CPT editorial team. I would also like to um, inform our listeners that the next themed issue on transporters will come out in September. And that later this year, we will open uh, open a call for papers for the third theme issue of next year on novel modalities. So watch this space. Well, thank you, Karthik and Pete. Thank you both for sitting down with me today. Your thoughts and insights will make it even easier for authors to submit to our themed issues. And I know we're going to receive a lot of great content as a result. These calls for papers are available on the ASCPT website 
as well as other calls for the ASCBT Journal family, and we'll also include a link in the description of this episode. Submissions for the January issue on biosimilars are due no later than July 15, 2022, and submissions for the March issue on DEI must be received by September 1, 2022. So if you have any questions about manuscript types or submitting to CPT, please feel free to contact the journal staff. Thank you for listening to ClinFarm Pod. Be sure to check out past episodes while you're here, and remember to visit ASTPT.org for updated podcast releases, our latest webinars, and the most recent issue of all three journals.